currently I am observing the food menu of the KC Ren Fair. So much vibe. It's fantastic. I mean, that is literally the place to go to vibe if you want that specific vibe. And by specific vibes, I mean the one place you could go in your tri-state area that has both bangers and mash and fried Oreos on the same menu. Bro, how can you how can you not or is bangers and mash and fried Oreos on the same menu? Dude, there's a Jester BLT dog, and it's only one dollar. Yeah, you know, I think it's actually uh, the location that it is at. Could be wrong. I think it's indicating where it is. Oh, you're right. You're right. Oh, that's interesting. You have to go to these different places to get the different food. Interesting. Yeah. So I'm yeah, what you're saying or whatever the fuck that is. You only get that at Pirate Adventure Cove. You know what you can't get at Pirate Adventure Cove apparently? Coffee. Uh, or dirt cake. Dirt cake or coffee. <laughs> Same thing, right? Or- but you know what you can get at Pirate Cove, is, but the, but not coffee. You have access to cotton candy there. Uh, anywhere that has access to cotton candy is obviously objectively better than any place that does not have access to cotton candy. All right, let's go to Pirate Cove then. I'm here for it. Do they usually do pirate stuff at Ren Fairs? Yes, and the reason for that is because where the fuck else are you going to do pirate stuff? You make a very keen point. And, you know, it's it's also like old fantasy anyway. I feel like it fits. It's, uh, it's like, close enough. Because once you start getting out of the medieval era, you start getting into the Age of Sail, and once you get to the Age of Sail, you have pirates. So, it's going to go. So the pirates are time travelers, then? Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Also, technology didn't change that much in the several hundred year difference. More of just a... Today, where we've moved up like 500 years in like 20 years. Yeah, fair. That shit do be getting exponential, huh? Yeah. Um, Ooh, you know what I want to hit up, though? That Unicorn Sunday. Anyway, I'm I'm getting... I need to not spend the whole time on this menu. Uh, Hi. So, Aubrey is gone on a thing. So I I have a fill in today because I wanted to still I wanted to get some some more some uploading done. So here we are. It's a special Sans Aubrey yeah. episode and I have my friend William here with me. Hello. Um this is what are we talking about? Um I so so I have a question for you, Will. Uh would you prefer for me to pick like a game or something for us to talk about or would you like to to for me to talk to you about the thing that i had planned for aubrey this week we can do whatever you'd like i'm just here for the memes i figured that would be the answer but i wanted to ask anyway okay well well i mean i'm sure we could find plenty to talk about i mean you are my resident D&D nerd. I mean, what sucks, well, I can't even say that. I feel like like everybody in our friend group growing up was. So. Hey, I feel like I get to get to sit at a slightly higher classification of D&D nerd since I did write a D&D book you, by comparison to the rest of y'all. Yes. So I, I, I earned that title. 
you did actually create fantasy in your brain. The closest I ever did was that one act that I never finished. So like, yeah, that's big props, big props there. You you had not you have the creative brain too, I guess. I was gonna say something inappropriate, but we're not doing that today. So Okay. Moving on. Moving on from inappropriate. Alright, well I mean we could gab about orcs and goblins and shit, or I could just go ahead and let you know. Uh, I've been interested recently in um, abandoned or decommissioned crew ships. Don't they like ship them to Africa where a bunch of people like rip them apart? Um, I'm sure that is part of it, but I did also see that there is another place that they send them to, but we'll, we'll get oh. there. Um, so abandoned crew ships. And I feel like it's 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 much more it's become a more apt topic as of late because of the way the world has changed. There has not been uh, so much need for uh, pe- mass people cruise lining, so a lot of these babies and puppies are getting shut down. I know as of um, as of January or more recently, uh, thirty two uh, cruise ships have been have have bit the bullet since a uh, bit the big one since quarantine i'm pretty sure like percentage that is of the total ah oh, shit okay let's find out in world world well this is a list of the largest i don't feel like that's what i need uh oh, here cruise industry industry statistics and facts try that one uh Yes. Oh wait, no, there it is. You're right. Three hundred twenty-three ships. Three hundred and twenty-three. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So if there's three hundred twenty-three ships in the ship town, thirty of them. That's like ten percent. Yeah. Slightly less, give or take. That's Dang. that's a pretty heavy hit. That is a pretty heavy hit because I know um some of the ones that they that they broke down too or even like newer ones is just like the company itself was just trying to get rid of their uh. They're harder to upkeep, uh, shipperinos. It's wild to, it's, it, oh, I want to see that though. Like if you pull apart a cruise ship, like that shit must be so massive considering like the amount of just, that is like the epitome of, of like people packaging though. I mean, it's, you know, it's. YouTube, and I bet that they have a video of them disassembling your cruise ship. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta look this up now. There it is. How they're demolished. Alright, how $300 million cruise ships are demolished. Oh, man. They're all just freaking... Oh, my God! These things look like they've, they're from, like, freaking near Automata. Holy shit. They're all just busted up completely. All yeah. the sides are getting, like, gro- like, worn out and shit. Drag them up, set them apart. Yeah. And try and do it as relatively safely as they reasonably can. Okay, but they they try to recycle the entire ship, though. That's good to know, considering how much shit is in there. Oh. Dude, watching this is kind of reminding me of this one game that I played. It was called, like, Hard hard Space Ship Breaker. Yeah, that's what it was called. Um, yeah, you were telling me that was pretty fun. Yeah, it was this um, this little simulator game where you start off like with like three billion dollars of space credit debt, 
and your job is to break do the very dangerous job of breaking down old decommissioned spaceships in space and you get to like cut them up all all, all fun like it really however you want to it's just you have to be careful about like depressurization or you make it exploded uh if you if you cut into uh, uh an air an airtight ship but it's it's really cool because you i mean i feel like you learn uh, a little bit about like how how the vacuum of space works a little bit like playing around with that game i don't know like how exactly accurate it is but it's very interesting working with zero g's is is befuddling at first i will i will definitely say wow well yeah because oh because you have to like fund your own thrusters and like oxygen and everything like it's all self self-driven so you have to like sparingly push yourself, propel yourself in different directions around space and like hope that you don't run out of gas while you're puttering like in the wrong direction because you just go forever. Oof. So I uh, love Death Robots think about that. That's not a not a pleasant one to oh, watch. Oh really? Oh yeah, I th- I haven't watched all of the second season of that yet. I forgot oh, no, that it's there was the first It is in the first, the first season? Yeah, mm. yeah, well, where she rips her own arm off. Oh so, yeah, yo, yeah, you are right. Like that, that's the that's the one. Yeah, she wraps a belt around her arm. I forget because like her arm was caught in something, right? That yeah. was the well, that was the no, problem. No, no, it was she was she was floating off, and like yeah, in in space, it's not like you could swim. There's no there's no way that you could push yourself unless you hurl something away from you. Oh. And so she she's like, well, shit. And so she throws the glove after after securing her arm, and then like you got this frozen arm that's dead attached to you, and her, the the throwing the glove wasn't enough. And so she's like, "Well," uh-huh. so she breaks her own arm off, and then hurls it into space, and then manages to get enough momentum to get back where she can be safe. But it's just kind of like, Ugh. God. And kinda I like had to get somebody to help me put my nose piercing in today. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. funny. Oh, well, it's like a corkscrew, and I, I've not worked with it before. These nails, these nails did did not want to let it happen. But thankfully, there is a, a very nice place like right down the street from my house. Also, I I think I got I got scheduled up to get my ears done while I was there too. It's exciting. I I, I know you don't really care too much about piercings, but uh, been been trying to do this for a while, so. I'm I'm looking looking forward to it. Cool. Okay. So oh okay so yeah they use cranes to take apart the ship, uh, and then they just put it in like cutting zones and break it apart separately. What happens to all of like the waste and extra stuff like out of these ships? Do you think they like remove all of that before beforehand? I mean, like all the the interiors and everything. I'm sure they just strip out and either discard or something and then they start cutting all the metal out because the metal's the, the valuable part yeah like, the, the rest of it is probably significantly less william are you saying the most valuable part of a cruise ship is not the green astroturf they have on the top of it uh, if that were the case i would be extremely surprised football fields would be wicked crazy expensive <laughs> Okay, so I oh sorry, were you saying something? Yeah. Okay, 
So I, I did click on a, a link earlier before you got back um, that just, it was titled, where do cruise, the question was, where do cruise ships go to die? Um, and this this is the link that it brought me to. I just wanted to share this from, so it's a, it's a national, Bloomingburg Post, uh, Turkey. Turkey is the place where cruise ships go to die, apparently. Uh, between that and uh, Pakistan, huh. they're, they're cutting them up. Carnival Fantasy is a ship famous for its outlandish decor, all-night revelry, and its size. Uh, and its size back when 2,000 was an incredible number of passengers. The fun ship introduced in 1990 came with such whimsical space as an Egyptian-themed piano bar decorated with fake sarcophagi and glitzy glass-topped atrium that was a hub for so for a social scene. Uh, today. Fantasy is attracting a whole different breed of booty seeker. But I hate that. What does that even mean? In July, the 30-year-old ship sailed the the Aegean Sea, wrapping its final voyage in the ship-breaking uh, capital of uh, Aliga, Aliga, Turkey. I don't know if I said that right, but apparently it is the, the ship-breaking capital. Wouldn't you love to be known for that? Hey, you know, everybody's got to be somewhere. Fair. Everywhere's got to have something. It's a resting place. Yeah. And now cruise ships retired during COVID pandemic got torn apart and broken into pieces. In this case, they're not being broken in half and getting upgraded to stitch back together, which is apparently the thing they do. Holy, holy shit. Instead, circling the fantasies, particularly uh, deconstructed innards are buyers of all sorts of industries looking for rock bottom dealers. Okay. So, oh, okay, so the, the ship is actually being turned into cutlery and wires. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they buy all the stuff out of the inside at auction, and, like, they're like, hey, that's a cool chunk of mural. Give it to me. <laughs> so, and they get it for cheap. And then after everyone's scavenged all the good bits out of it, then they like, okay, who wants to buy the giant slabs of metal? And then they start sharpening it up. Who wants a metal slab? Yo, I would love to go to a cruise ship auction and buy somebody's family portrait. I mean, you, you know they do that, right? At um, I don't know if it's a cruise ship thing or just an airline thing, but they, there are auctions you can go to for lost luggage and shit. I oh, believe it is it is a, it is a like a private company separate from an airport. But the they have like this these these businesses that come in and like I think buy up old like the basically lost unclaimed luggage from airports and then basically auction them off like in that uh like in the locker storage auctioning show sort of dealio. They do it kinda yeah, like that. That would be way more potentially profitable than randomly opening up storage lockers. Oh for sure. Usually when people travel, they either take like nice clothes with them or expensive jewelry or all kinds of stuff far more often than they would put in storage lockers i would think yeah it's crazy i don't remember if it was someone i personally knew or someone it was like looked it up online i gotta i gotta look this up now uh lost luggage store oh yeah no it's it's uh the nation's only retailer for lost luggage oh it's like a store it's like a store now. Okay. Weird. 
a very what? very uh, glitzy vibe for their yeah right yeah <laughs> uh don't just shop they explore our 50,000 square foot store is home to an ex uh, an extensive okay, merchandise sure. section. Okay, so they've actually just read instead of just auctioning off these these the stuff, they've just created a, a Costco for it, a warehouse as you would say. Yeah. Dude, yeah, look this this shit looks like it's like on American Eagle or like Vogue or something and it's just new arrivals recently unpacked and unloaded. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I guess like what the the joke being that like it's all used, but yeah. it might be in good condition. I guess they get rid of the stuff that's all beat up and like keep the rest of it. Probably, yeah. Uh, oh, that's so. Uh, they these people unclaimed baggage is kind of like the the TJ Maxx of uh of people's shit. They just buying like up the, the Daisy Exchange. Yo, I need to do more thrift uh, shopping around here. This is reminding me of that. Yo, there's some Mother's and Father's Day gift guides on here. That's really funny. <laughs> well, I love that these people have created a brand for themselves. That's... It's huh. the, this does a lot about our society. It really does. It is... It is... Uh, it is. The world is really about finding your own way to monetize yourself, huh? Monetize. Monetize me. I mean, that's that's the goal. That's why I got you here. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You know what I'm here for? Sorry, Neil Young, Canada needs fighter jet? Not 100% certain what Canada needs fighter jets for, but you know what? Sorry, okay. Neil Young, Canada jet. Canada needs fighter jets, and suggesting we don't is absurd. What, a, what an amazing headline. Well, you know, I think you're, you're going down the rabbit hole here. That's the idea. Dangerous headlines. That is the idea. Uh, Space Jam X Tommy Jeans collab in a limited edition collection. Ooh, look at that. It's got Bugs Bunny on it. Yo, to Space Jam, like, horrible. Um, I heard the reviews were not great, but it did also come out today. Hi. It's the first day of Space Jam. Oh, is it? Let's look up the reviews. Yeah, I'm see. curious. Space Jam 2. LeBron James, how was your movie? 35 and 38 percent wow that is absolutely abysmal it's Truly not the worst oh it's not very good it's not it's not at all very good at all a rogue artificial intelligence kidnaps the son of famed basketball player lebron james who then has to work with bugs to win a basketball game that is the shortest description for a movie i've ever seen but why Oh god. What did this they what image, did they think was going to happen? This image is terrifying. That's I don't hideous. I don't know. I just remember LeBron James really wanted to be wanted this movie to happen. That's all I remember. Sometimes sometimes things don't need to happen. Yeah, I just I don't think the 3D animation was the way to go. It looks kind of horrifying. It is extraordinarily grotesque you know you know what just really needs to stop happening hmm. they they need to stop trying to add realism to classic things like uh, the lion king oh, they yeah. made a new version why yeah they lost every fragment of charm and appeal that the original had 
Yeah, it, and they, seriously. They they're like, oh look, you can't. The, the whole the whole original was like a fun, entertaining characters who are expressive and are are doing things, and then it's like they were gonna replace it with facsimiles of real animal, and these real looking animals are gonna do stuff without any emote or any kind of like big yeah. old sweeping gesture that's supposed to like go ah seriously animation. that's the thing that's what that's what's so awful about it like i get i get the idea of like in your head thinking i wonder what this movie would look like if you made all the animals look real but there yeah. is so much that is lost just because of the fact that you're staring at an animal's face instead of at an emoting like personified characterized person <laughs> i guess yes that's that's truly the sad part because there's no way that you're gonna be able to do it as good and extra bonus why why Just would don't. you well i mean it's for the money but at the same like i guess it's for money but i'm kind of surprised that after they seeing made the next avatar which yeah. is coming. It's coming. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. They yep. are, they're like, they're like, we're really doing this. There's already an announcement for the video game. Oh man. Oh shit, bro. Which, frankly, it's another Ubisoft game, so we already know exactly what it's gonna be like. Yeah. But you know, they're it's it's coming. It's coming back around. It's pretty sure it's still the most. The highest grossing movie of all time. I think that Endgame may have passed it up, but then like something happens, and now nope, that's not Avatar the case. Avatar is still number one, barely. It's um, it's a two point eight trillion. I think I'm reading this right. Trillion versus Endgame at two point seven. No, that's billion. Sorry, two point eight billion versus two point seven billion. Titanic a, a long third at. 2.2 and Star Wars The Force Awakens at uh, 2. Man. So, highest grossing film, and I know this has been said a million times, but. But, disgustingly enough, to... The Lion King 2019 is number 6. What? Yeah. Everyone went and watched it, despite it being horrible. But. Just a million? Yeah, it it's it's uh it's down at a mere one point six billion. Wow, it's just all those nostalgia boners, man. And I guess that's like what what even predicates the existence of any of the other live action films too. But I don't know, you would think after seeing how much a lot of the vocal fan base of just Disney just utterly despises all of those live action films and everyone knows they're bad it's wild that they're still just making them but i guess it's maybe i guess it's it's just cheaper a revenue generator yeah and it really is from the seams of it but i guess yeah it's just cheaper to to remake something with nostalgia than it is just to make something new I don't know. Yeah. Do you think maybe they're a bit worried to make something new because they don't know if they're going to be able to like match the the golden age anymore? Uh, I don't know. I mean, but like, it'll be interesting to see. But the other thing you have to remember is like, 
movie inflation happens over time, like the number of people who are watching movies increases, and mm-hmm. the number of the the amount of money that's being spent to see the movie. So like, sure, the lifetime gross might be absurdly high, but like. In terms of actual numbers of people who have consumed it and the the value that it has presented to the world, probably low. Yeah. But, you know, that's how they yeah. Yeah, you know what? I'm saying now, let's fuck off with uh, predicate like judging the, everything off of uh, highest gross. I wanna I wanna know I wanna see rewatch numbers. If only that was a, what you could collect that some way. I want to see how much people actually like how many times they've rewatched the old Lion King versus oh, well, the new one, you know. Given given the number of children who will continually rewatch something over and over and over and over and over again, probably extraordinarily high. Yeah, it it, it would be I don't think we have a computer big enough to to count the amount of times that somebody has watched the Lion King. You know what? I bet there's someone out there in the world who has watched The Lion King more times than any other human being alive, and I'm curious if they know that. Um, I feel like if... Do you think they are aware that they're the one who's watched it the most times? Um, I think the second... The person who's watched it the second most thinks that they are the first most. They think that they are, and it's on purpose... But the person who has actually watched Lion King the most amount of times, it just doesn't even cross their mind. It's just constantly on in their life. They don't even think about it. Lion you King is just a constant. I I can believe that. I can understand that. And I feel not necessarily pity for that person, but like a disturbed form of respect. All I know is that he is going to be the greatest king Especially whenever he gets that roar, yeah. I don't remember anything else. It's been a long time. I should ask them. Do you... All I remember seeing regarding it is the is the interesting and entertaining fan theory that the um there's a skull that Gar plays with and like makes move like a finger puppet when he's doing his little song and dance business in his spooky green lair. Oh yeah. And that allegedly that skull would actually have ended up being the uh, Lion King dad, whatever his name was. Oh, Mufasa. Yeah, it, it's it's Mufasa's skull that he's playing with, and like it's subtle enough, but apparently that's the case. Damn, so. I I know what you're talking about too. I actually need to go back and look at that. It would make sense because Scar was there whenever Mufasa died, so. It would have been the kind to go and collect his skull and clean it of all the meat and play with it like a puppet, yes. Yeah, I mean, it seems yeah. about right. I mean, he, he lived with hyenas, so... Mm-hmm. Bastard yeah. man. Queer-coded for some reason, but every, every like, golden age Disney villain is queer-coded for some reason. Eh, you know, kind of comes to the territory, unfortunately. Well, it's made a lot of great icons, I'll tell you what. Because I found out that uh, Ursula, she was actually based off of a of a famous drag queen from that era. Wow, I, don't, I don't remember if they actually got her to voice 
Ursula, but she was very heavily inspired by drag queens. That's that's shockingly unsurprising. It makes so much sense. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's it's really cool. It's it's a lot, I don't know. Like uh, it's it's interesting to see them engage with that, considering how um, careful they are nowadays with how they do everything. Yes. Although I I guess that does explain why the majority of villains had better fashion and cooler cooler everything going on than the majority of the heroic characters. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it is at least some form of representation, but it is weird that, you know, it's kind of like implicitly making the, um, the, the, uh, the gay and or lesbian person, the, uh, the villain just for no reason. It's kind of like the thing that they do where like people kind of like implicitly see bald people as scary because like a lot of, there are a lot of like henchmen and stuff and villains and movies and media are bald. Because they just yeah, like I believe that. cast a lot. Bald, you know? Yeah, I, uh, I think that that's one of the one of the real problems that still plagues our society. Uh, this is a joke. There are many more, much more severe problems. But I think in terms of small scale issues that we still somehow have not figured out how to fix, you'd be like, oh, surely we can figure that one out. Uh, apparently, male baldness not on the list of things we've solved yet. It's not there yet. No, it really isn't. I mean. Here's here's another problem that we need to deal with in the same realm, being okay with being bald. But I I think it's not it's not the bald person's dilemma. I think it's we as a society kind of look down upon bald people, like you know like yeah. it's weird that we, that like the best possible method for fixing fixing the baldness um, is okay at best and requires constant upkeep, but. At the same time, like if if someone wants to rock a ball, they should rock a ball. You know, I mean, you I know, think I guess. I, feel for. Hmm. I had a I had a friend, and she had alopecia. I think it was. Oh the, yeah. The thing, that, the thing that pretty much makes you be bald. Yeah. And it was bald, and it was it, it really it really like impacted her and her self image a lot, and like. She was cool. She was very pretty, and it was it was just kind of one of those things. Like she would she would not even like go out without a wig on. And I only realized it one day because I was like hanging out with her, and I was like, "Wait a sec, wait." And then I asked her, and she was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Whoa!" It was surprising. Yeah, it is. You, you people will surprise you. It's wild, like the things that that we do on a daily basis. Did did I know this person? Probably. I think I I think I may have knew this person, and if he, if I do, you are right. She was a very very cool and also a very attractive young woman, and I did not know that about her. Yeah. Um, yes, but now now you're now you're putting the, the pieces together because I have mentioned it. Yeah. Well, I think I remember hearing something about a wig at one point, but I did not know she straight had alopecia. That's crazy. I would yeah. not have known unless you told me. That's that Saves is a lot of money on uh, on shampoo at least. Saves you a ton of money on sham- uh, on shampoo. Hey, you know what? She also never had to worry about getting lice. There's Some that positives. too. Some positives. positives, yeah. Yeah. So For, is it uh, is it like shampoo. a is it from like a like a from birth thing or do you develop? Yeah, it? like genetic. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's there's no there's no way around it. Unfortunately, from what I understand. Shame. I could be totally off base, but that was my impression. 
with okay. the uh, I've been using using this honey shampoo. Let me tell you, it's a good way to live. Good way to live. Honey-based shampoo, huh? I'll need to check yeah. that out. Uh, it was like a it was like a gold bottle, like normal normal variety of shampoo, but it's very pleasant. Will it help me with my allergies? I've been told that honey will help me with my allergies. Probably not, but <laughs> I will tell you, you need to get you need to get local honey, and you need to eat it like practically every day, and that will help you with your allergies. Okay. It, it has to be local honey, though. If it's not local honey, it doesn't it isn't gonna do you anywhere near as good. Is it because it's so. like made of the local pollen? Yeah. Oh, that's smart, yeah. huh? Yeah. I need to hit it's up a not, farmer's it's not market. It's going to make your allergies go away or anything, but it will it will mitigate it enough that you don't if you don't have bad allergies to start with, you'll probably be okay. I need it. Uh, you know me. I do that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, uh, I don't want to keep you too long today, um, but before we go, would you like to talk about any of your book stuff at all, like what you're up to with that? Because I would love uh, to give you the, uh, the space to do so. Sure. Uh, if you play Dungeons & Dragons, check out Committing Forgotten Secrets Awakening at GenuineFantasyPress.com. If you like Warlocks, it's it's the vibe. Um, it's like the Warlock Bibles, what people call it sometimes, but it's not just for Warlocks. It's got stuff for all the classes. So... Check it out. It's super cool. I have another book coming. It's the Compendium of Sacred Mysteries Resurrection, Osmer for short, and uh, it's going to be rad. It's going to have uh, clerics and druids as the focus with oh. everybody else also well represented. Nice. And uh, pretty cool. Check it out. Yeah, um, as, as someone who helped personally test a lot of the stuff in it, can confirm and agree. Yeah. If you're in the market for dank memes, keep listening to Mason. Better off about things because he's a cool guy. Hey, hell yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we try here. We try. Um, yeah, that's that's awesome. Is what um I don't if you don't want to like indulge divulge any information, you don't have to. But uh, what's the most recent um uh like section you've been working on? Given that I've been that I've been studying for like the past two months, I haven't gotten a whole lot of progress made on that front recently. But Fair. I will say when I come back, um, so I have a beautiful cover for it. Could be announcing that when uh, when it comes along. Uh, the artist did an absolutely fantastic job. You've seen it. It's super cool. Oh yeah, the, it's uh, fun. It's it's just a really gorgeous piece. I'm very excited to get to show that off and then um the uh most recent thing i've been doing is uh, reworking some of the druids that i had made previously and wasn't 100 percent satisfied with druid as a complicated class for a lot of reasons oh yeah i have managed to start moving in a different direction than i had originally anticipated and i'm liking where we're going with it this time so it should Hell be yeah. good well, it's tight as hell. I, I'm really excited to see that. Man, I need to play D&D again, but that, that is a conversation for after I, I press the record button. Um, yes, thanks for joining me, William. I really appreciate you be, being in, being my emergency fill. I've had a great time. Yeah, same. Thanks for, thanks for being thanks here. For yeah. Yeah.